I mean, this is the last stand. You're listening to The Unfiltered. Well, I hate to say I told you so. There's nothing to be done besides to get on Twitter and tweet to all my dumbass followers. <laughs> but I told you so. Hey, I told you so. The controversial. He's a dumbass. He can't do math. He's an idiot. He gets his hair cut at Walmart. Look at that shitty haircut. The realest podcast in the Southeast. Let the dogs loose. <laughs> Let the goons be goons. 11 in a row. 11 in a row. 11 in a row. Enough. <laughs> 38 in a row. As in 38 on this point when we were whipping that ass. Ranch gang, stand up. The holy war is upon us. Welcome to Reed's Ranch, the podcast with Seth Hughes. Like, just quit acting like this is any fun at all. Another edition of Reed's Ranch coming at you live, well, recorded, uh, Wednesday, July 22nd. Seth Hughes joins me down in Alabama. Seth, this may be the longest we've ever gone without speaking to each other. How long has it been? Too long. It has been too long. It has been I mean, we've long. gone we've gone longer without recording a podcast, probably, but we haven't even really like texted or talked lately. I have no idea what you're up to in life. Well, I was, as you know, in Florida for a week, in the eye of the storm, so to speak. In the eye of the storm. Um. So yeah, didn't have hardly any cell service that week um, last week, but I made it out alive and didn't get COVID nineteen. I went in. I was there for like a week. I went in one place. I went in Publix one time, and that was it. I did not go out in public any other times. I was not risking it. There were, there were restaurants down there at the beach that um, like nobody was wearing masks. Not the cooks, not the waitresses, not the hostess, not the uh, people eating. Nobody. They weren't social distancing. They didn't have like six feet in between a table. It was like packed in there like crazy. No masks. It was insanity. So yeah, I didn't go out to eat or anything. Well, how are you feeling? I'm good. After getting after getting back from Florida, you good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, they made us wear. I was on a work trip, and we had a we had a coronavirus scare the first day we were there, Monday morning. We got to work at six a.m. and then they sent us home immediately because a couple people had gotten exposed to a girl that tested positive over the weekend, and. That was like a ton. I was actually several people, and then so Tuesday we had to be there at five a.m. And this is the crazy part: they let the people that were exposed come back to work. Yeah, see, that's where I think people have been dropping the ball at, just from talking to people and seeing people talking the Discord. Just people not feeling well, but still like working until they get a negative test. Like some people are doing that. That just uh, seems a little backwards, but whatever. So they wouldn't. They didn't on Monday. One guy came. And they sent him home. They would not even let him stay there in his car. They made him drive back to where he was staying. And then Tuesday, they decided, um, actually, you know, y'all can come. But they made us wear a mask at all times, even if we were outside. And it is hot, especially in Florida. We had to wear a mask outside. It's tough wearing a mask outside. Not going to lie. As soon as I get out of buildings, that's the first thing I'm doing is taking my mask off. And we were like moving some stuff around that was pretty heavy and wearing that mask. And after this was the first experience I had had with like heavy mask wearing and it's terrible. And anybody that claims that it doesn't suck is full of shit 
Now, I know that a lot of people during this have tried to steal valor by talking about how willing they'll be to wear a mask. Congrats, you're a cuck. Just remember, the boot doesn't lick you back. Wearing a mask sucks, and yeah, I'll do it, and I'm not going to complain about it, but it sucks out loud. It is terrible. It's extremely annoying. And even more annoying than wearing a mask is the people that I see acting like they're heroes about how willing they're, they're ready to answer the call of wearing a mask. Shut up. Wearing a mask sucks. I mean, I don't mind it to, like, go order some food. Like, when I go through my sandwich line, I don't care to have the mask on there. Yeah, I, I'm, but, I'm but having, it on the, ha- having it on in the gym is one of the biggest inconveniences of my life. Trying to, like, do my 20 minutes on the elliptical, trying to uh, do my bench pressing, try to roll around on my medicine ball. Or not my medicine ball, the, uh, the bouncy ball. Trying to roll around on that and stretch my back out yeah. with the mask on. Terrible, terrible inconvenience. But going through my sandwich shop and saying, hey, I want the Daily Special with the mask on, not that big of a deal to me. Oh, I mean, like, I didn't mind wearing it in Publix or whatever. Like, I minded wearing it eight to ten hours a day. No, that sounds awful. And I don't have to work with one, so I I don't... My mask wearing is very, very limited. It's basically just when I go in to a, a, you know, to pick up some food or go to the grocery store. That's pretty much the only time... Or or the gym. That's pretty much the only time I'm having to wear See, that's how I was. I had been extremely limited, so I didn't have an opinion on it one way or the other because it had been extremely limited. I was just like, well, you know, whatever. I have to wear a mask. After getting... We had to start getting to work at 5 a.m., and then even... Like, at all times, wearing a mask, even when we were further than six feet apart, for all day, that shit is for the birds. It sucks. I ended up buying a, like, a little, it's from that company Buff, the multifunctional headwear, which basically, like, the sleeve that goes over your neck that you can pull up to your mouth. I saw the picture. You look good. Thank you. That's. I ended up buying one of those after I got back because I was like, I'm not wearing a surgical mask five days a week. If I have to do do it again, like I'm wearing, does that thing help? Does that thing uh, make it? it it's much more comfortable. It's much more comfortable. Maybe I need to switch into that. I, I got I finally upgraded from like the little blue disposable max. Yeah, uh, I'd been using the same one for like a month. Uh, apparently, you're not supposed to do that, and it just got a big wear and tear of sweat. So then I upgraded some like cloth masks, but they hang a little bit loose off my face, which I feel like <laughs> defeats the purpose. Yeah. But um, either way, either way, I, I need to upgrade. And uh, get the maybe get something. The sleeve you had on looked nice, but I, I mean, like Un- Under Armour material. Yes, like yes, it's dry fit. It's dry fit. Yeah, it, looks like you're ready to go sit outside and, and you know and be uh, cool or warm, either one, whichever one you wanted to be. But like I've been up until this past week when I, like I was, I'm reusing them too, John. Like if I put on one to go in the grocery store and get some groceries or to go into a restaurant to pick up some food and then go back out. Like I'm reusing that disposable mask and I don't care what anybody tells me unless they put a gun to my head. I'm going to reuse it. Like I'm not, we're going to be, you, we're going to be wearing masks for a while, right? Yeah, exactly. Like I'm not going to throw away a surgical mask after 20 minutes of use here and there. Now, after wearing one for eight hours all day, I threw that shit away. It was gross. I, I kept mine on for like a month, but worked out in the gym with it for like three weeks. It was, uh, it was probably not smart, and it probably had lost its effectiveness. Yeah, I've got some cloth ones that I had made for me by a lady from church, and I've worn those a lot. And like you can, I've washed them in the, I've I've like hand washed them and like let them dry out and stuff. Those are nice because you can reuse them. But like the little surgical masks, like 
if I wear them like all day, I'll throw them out. But if I'm wearing them for 20 minutes at a time, I'm putting that bad boy back on. I don't care. It feels like this is going to go at least to like next spring. Yeah, it in feels. In terms of wearing masks, right? I, I mean, I agree. Yeah. Especially if you're going to be out and, you know, public with a lot of people. Yeah. Feels like we were geared up. So we might as well invest in a good mask now because it seems like it's something we're going to be doing for the next six months. That's the thing. We actually have some Tennessee news, though. Like it's been a while since we've had any news. We, uh, we haven't talked since Emmett Gooden got kicked off the team. Thoughts? <laughs> uh, I mean, what can you say, man? Like, what can you say? Like, it's it's just two years ago, the best defensive lineman on the team tore an ACL. Then he decides to hit a girl with a candle, and now he's no longer a member of the team. It sucks that he would do that in the first place. Like, I mean, come on, dude. Like, why? Why? Um. And then it sucks because he was added depth. I mean, if we have a football season. Yeah, that's kind of where I was at on it, Seth. I was kind of like, should we be worried about stuff like this whenever we don't even know if we're going to have a season? seems really stupid to be worried about depth and like what the team's going to look like whenever I'm just worried about yes. actually getting a season played. And it, you know, it happened, what, a week and a half, two weeks ago at this point, a week, a week ago, I guess, whenever things have started taking a bad turn. Although I will say like the last couple of days – I've started getting a little bit more positive. Although, saw a lot of colleges coming out saying they're going online only to start, at least for the first month of school. And I do wonder when we hit a tipping point, because we've already kind of seen it in the NBA. Like, the NBA is going to do, you know, they've been doing a shit ton of testing. The NFL, they uh, argue with their players about doing daily testing. Do Okay, hold on. The players don't want daily testing? No, the players did want daily testing. The owners did not want daily testing because it's like $175 a test. And they have like 100 people they have to test a day. So that's going to get really expensive for these teams. You know what I mean? If you're testing every day, testing, you know, 80 players in camp, 10, 15 coaches, whatever. I mean, just you can do the math on that. That's going to be a lot of money added. Yes, or subtracted from their bottom line, however you want to look at it. Yeah, I mean, even they're going to feel that in the pocketbook eventually. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, when you consider like three, like, you know, five months of that. Yeah. If you go from here to the end of the season. Yeah, so NBA is doing what, every other I day? Don't, I don't know if they're, yeah. Uh, they're doing every day to the people that first got there, but I was like the media. I know the media people are having to test every day whenever they first got to the bubble. Um, They tested 324 people or 300 and something people and got back zero tests. So I don't know if they're still going to be testing people, you know, that unless they get added to the bubble. Like, I don't know if those same people are getting tested every day whenever uh, no one knew is there and it's the same bubble. Because, I mean, I, I thought that was kind of the idea of the bubble. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure what their daily schedule is like. You would think that as long as nobody's – as long as everybody's living up to their end of the bargain, you wouldn't have to keep testing like that. I mean, I could see them still doing like once a week or something, but you got – X amount of people there, nobody's neg nobody's positive and nobody's going anywhere. You don't need to keep testing. Well, the the workers okay, are. Okay. See, I think that's the problem. Like I don't think the Disney employees are okay. bubbled up. I think they are still going home out into a really, really hot zone. Uh, you know, of Florida, obviously. But I was gonna say, I was gonna say, like, you know, you've seen those costs already start piling up for owners. What about colleges? You know what I mean? Like, and and then you're starting to look, and I saw some people again complaining about Florida. 
you know, they're waiting 10, 14 days for test results. Meanwhile, the MLS and the NBA are down there and they're doing daily testing or, you know, by, you know, three times, four times a week testing and getting those rapid results and using up the best tests. So I do wonder, like, when colleges start and you start looking at college teams getting added to this and we're still dealing with it with the public, like, will that be a tipping point of the people who don't care about sports? Will they say, hey, this is a huge waste of resources? Or do we all tell them to shut up, nerds, and say, like, we're going to watch sports and we want to see sports on TV? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think... For one, I think it's great news that the NBA had no positive test because once one league pulls it off and has and, and and has some games, everyone is going to feel a lot better about it. And even though we're talking different sports and it obviously it doesn't scale like if you couldn't pull off the NBA doing it, then nobody was going to be able to do it, right? Yeah. I mean, and MLS had a shitty first week like Nashville and Nashville kept getting positive tests and they had to just withdraw out of the tournament. And I know that Orlando, like, or I guess it was the Dallas women's team, maybe, or maybe it was the Dallas men's team. I don't know. They kept getting sick. But once they actually got down to the bubble, MLS went through and pretty much had no issues. Same as golf. Like, golf had the first stragglers, the first couple of positive tests their first two weeks back, but I haven't really seen any positives from them either. So it does seem like whatever the sports leagues are doing, is working, and like you said, uh, the NBA, perfect round of testing. Baseball, you know, still getting started. We'll see how they go because they're going to actually fire off first. You know, their, their first game's tomorrow, Thursday night. Yeah, the first two games. So we'll see how that goes. I know, you know, they had a couple of players test positive, like Yasiel Puig ended up not signing with the Braves because he felt his physical with a positive COVID test. But uh, you're right about the the sports getting back, and it, it does seem like there's some positivity there. Now, we do know the difference in professional and college sports, and this is why I've always been a little bit more skeptical about the college sports is like, hey, like they're going to be on campus. There's, they're, they're not professionals. They're not going to have a bubble. So I, I don't know if we could take their success and extrapolate it out to college campuses. No, you can't. You can't for sure. But if the NBA – couldn't pull it off and I, like would college football oh, yeah, even try sure, like sure. if NBA and major league baseball couldn't pull it off I don't even think college football would try so that they can I think means there is a way whether that way is financially feasible I don't know I, I really don't know I mean it just remains to be seen like all things with this virus I really I don't want to play in the spring oh no that's not gonna happen we're not playing in the spring like, I feel like, like right now, I, I don't think there will be a college football season. Oh, wow. So you say no season. Yeah. I'm, I'm feeling pretty negative about it. I mean, for, at the very best case, I think best case right now is like we get conference only and nobody gets to go, which I will take gladly. Yeah. I mean, at this point, if you know, it's funny how the uh, what we would accept has varied so much, you know, like in March, just like give us anything. And then by like April early May is like, no, we want a hundred percent of fans in the stands. Yeah. To now it's just like, we'll take a crumb of football, sir. Just a crumb, please. Yeah. So, so I, you, mean, I don't know. You're, you're on the fit. You're, you're on the side of, we're not getting it. No college football. If you're betting your hard earned dollars, if we're taking our sweet Patreon money, shout out to the patrons and we're placing, a, we're placing a bet. You are saying no football. Yes. What are you saying? And just to clarify, we were saying no college football, right? Or you? Yes, think, no college okay. football. 
I think there will be an NFL, but I saw Brent Hub say today it looks like it's going to be like 20,000 fans max. Oh, yeah, the NFL, yeah, they're going to be maxed out 15,000. A lot of places, some places are saying zero. Although, I, you know, I think, didn't New York come out and say zero for the Jets yeah. and Giants? Because, like, New Jersey is shutting down that. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get uh, an NFL season. But like you said, it's going to be 10, 15,000 people max. Which, now, I haven't watched any of the baseball games that have been on, but a good friend of mine who is a devoted listener of the podcast, and a big Cubs fan, watched the Cubs, him, yeah, watched the Cubs play the other night um, in one of their, you know, spring training games that was on television, summer, and there were no summer, fans there. Summer camp games. It's... Yeah. And he was like, man, it's terrible. He's like, it's awful with no fans there. Oh, really? Because the things I had seen for people was like, ah, not that big of a deal. So I, I don't know. It remains to be seen. I've watched a lot of Korean baseball. That's weird. Um, late at night. Well, it's funny because like John Shambi will be calling it, calling it from his house, you, right? You call and him John instead of Boog? Yeah, I call him John Shambi. Is Are you like protesting the nickname Boog? No, I, I, no, I just call him John Shambi. Okay, either way. I've always heard him as Boog Shambi. He's, like, calling it from his house, right? And it's a game in Korea at, like, 1 a.m. Yeah. No, I mean, I do think that's, you know, I, I think we might even talk about this in the podcast. I think that is going to be the norm for the next two years. Like, I, I don't think you're going to see a lot of these reporters going to games. And especially not the play-by-play and sideline guys, like, or the play-by-play and the uh, color guys. Just because, like, we don't need that. And, you know, if Boog Chambi can call Korean games from his house at 3 o'clock in the night, like, we don't need to send extra money out there and have people at risk. Like I, I think that's going to be the norm for the next couple of years and maybe forever, except for like the biggest it, of games. Yeah, but it was very weird for, to watch that game with no fans. Like it was very odd. I mean, it, it's definitely weird. And I've watched some like some um, for some reason ESPN's been showing Italian soccer during the day. Yeah, I watched a couple of that. I've watched a little bit of that, and it's had no fans either. It's weird. They've been pumping in fake crowd noise, though, which is kind of peaceful. I, I kind of like it, the, the the fake crowd noise. I don't think I will care, like, watching an NFL game, whether there's 15,000 fans or 85,000 fans. Um, I don't think I will care about the NFL because the quality of play is so high that I, I personally don't think I care. I think it'll be weird as hell to watch college football without fans. See, I think both football will be weird. I think college and NFL will be weird. And I might be totally wrong. NFL might be bizarre. I just think, you know, just we've, we've – soccer, different. Like, you only really – I mean, you hear the chants and stuff, whatever, but, like, the crowd noise usually only peaks, like, after goals, you know, whatever. Like, in football – like, or, you know, they chant throughout the entire game, which, you know, that that's fine, but, like – Football is so, you know, third down crowd noise, like on big downs, is just such a big part of the game, I think. Mm-hmm. And, you know, trying to check. Like, we're going to – if there's no crowd noise, are we just going to, like, hear perfect audibles every time? Like, I feel like that, Yeah, we're going to hear the calls, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's going to be strange to see. I think uh, huddles are going to be strange to hear. Like, I, you know, it's going to be kind of cool, though. I don't mind it. I'm just saying it's definitely going to be noticeable for me if, you know, in the NFL and college. Yeah, it might be it might be bizarre to watch an NFL game without I mean it it will be cool to like hear the audible calls or whatever. It's going to be different. I mean, but like I, like we said at this point, just give us games, man. Baseball is one of those I don't think the crowd matters. So it was surprising that your friend and friend of the podcast would say that just because 
it's another one of the sports where, you know, playoffs obviously different, but in the regular season, you know, 50% capacity, people are just kind of there watching. The playoffs are amazing in Major League Baseball with the crowd. It will be it will be sad when there's no fans there. Um, but, you know, I'm happy they're playing. I didn't really think Major League would pull it off. They were acting pretty dumb about stuff for a long time, so... Yeah, I'm excited tomorrow to see. Uh, is the this. NBA, are they, how are they going to do the schedule? Is it like three games a day or three games at one time on those courts at Disney? Like, nah, what are they? Are, I think for the most part, they're doing four games a day. I think there's going to be two games going on at one point, but um, there's going to be two games going on a day, or there's going to be one time slot a day that has multiple games, but for the, uh, for the otherwise, it's going to be like, I think there's one game going on at four o'clock. And then one game going on at primetime, I think, is what it looks like. Okay. I think. I like that. I was just curious about how they were going to, how many games they were going to try to get through a day. I saw Russell Westbrook is healed. He's back. He's in back. The bubble, isn't he? Yep, he's back in the bubble. Uh, there's, I think they're still waiting on Zion to get back. Patrick Beverly left. So it's going to be weird the first couple of, uh, th- this eight game run is going to be, I think, really, I want to say sad, but I think it's going to be disappointing. I just don't think any of these teams, except the Pelicans and Grizzlies and maybe the Suns, are going to care. Like, I think if you are, you know, have your playoff spot locked up, like, maybe Dallas tries to get out of the, the seven seed to try to, you know, not have to play the Clippers in the first round. But otherwise, like, teams aren't going to give a shit. Like, you're just going to go out there and ease back into it. Like, this opening night game, like, you know, the Clippers-Lakers, I would be surprised if LeBron, AD, and Kawhi played more than, like, 35 minutes, like, or 32 or 3 minutes. Like, I I would imagine they treat that game like it doesn't really matter. So, that I was, so it starts the 30th, right? It starts in eight days. Yep, starts the 30th, and like I said, I think you're just going to have some teams going through the most. Now, the first game, I think you're going to have the Pelicans going full speed because they have to win games to, you know, try to make the playoffs. So there will be some races, but for the most part, I don't think any of these other teams are going to really care because obviously, like you don't have home court advantage you're playing for. Yeah, correct. So I see the Orlando Magic are in there. Wow, yeah, I mean they should be a playoff were... team. Like the Wizards suck. The Wizards like aren't even sending sending Bradley Bill. Their two best scorers aren't going down there. Uh, the... What did you have to be to make this? You what said, did you have to... they, they just said you basically had to be within like. Like with the with the West, they gave like five teams in there because there was five teams like in striking distance that were within within a couple games. In the East, like the Wizards are four games back, so they're not even really within striking distance. And they're the only team outside that got to go, right? Yeah, yeah, and they're not even like sending a, sending a, their best team down there, so they don't really give a shit. Yeah, it is going to be disappointing. You're right. I mean, like it's going to be cool to have basketball back, and there will be some cool moments. And like I said, watching the Pelicans, watching the Grizzlies. Both those teams will be fun, but everyone else is just going to be trying to use it as a preseason to get back up to speed. Like, the Celtics aren't going to play Kimball Walker a lot. They're going to try to let his knee heal as much as it can before the playoffs. Um, You might see the Sixers try to get up to the, you know, get out of the, well, hell, I guess the Sixers will want to stay at the uh, sixth spot because they don't want to play the Bucks in the second round, but who knows like it's gonna be i was just about to bring that up like i didn't know they were the sixth seed yeah they've been pretty they've been pretty uh bad this year or they've been real up and down they've been awesome at home they've been shitty on the road 
Yeah, they're 10 and 24. Really failed with uh, Al Horford, so they're bringing him off the bench now. Apparently Ben Simmons is going to play some power forward, which is going to be kind of cool. So uh, they're a team that's going to try to make a, you know, a big run here once they get there. So, yeah, that one would be six or three. That makes sense. Okay. All right. I'm up to date. I'm up to date. Who do we have winning at all? The Lakers? Uh, It's going to be interesting because I do think the Lakers were the only contenders that actually lost a piece, right? Like, I mean, Avery Bradley didn't go to the bubble, and Rajon Rondo is hurt. And both those guys, rotation players, especially Bradley. So I think they're going to be hurt. And, um, you know, Kawhi should be as healthy as ever. Because, you know, he's somebody who's just been playing with a messed up calf his entire, like, last couple of years. So he should be healthy. I'm kind of switching back to the Clippers a little bit, I think. But I do think we're going to see LeBron at, like, his absolute best after this layoff. So it's going to be cool. It's going to be exciting. I'm looking forward to it. Which means that the uh, the Rockets and James Harden will probably finally win because they won't have to deal with a crowd and uh, the pressure of choking in front of a crowd. So they'll probably win. So yeah, about Emmett Gooden. Not worried about it. Yeah, no, not worried about it. I mean, how can you be worried about it? Like, like you said, we might not even have a season. So how can you sit here and be worried about Emmett Gooden? Right, and we got the junkyard did, dog, and we got a defensive a defensive staff that got production from a lot of unnamed people last year. So. And a lot of unnamed people that are coming back. Right. And uh, so, so I'm not going to stress out about that. That didn't, no, you know, not. that was just a uh, blip on the radar for me. Yeah. My stress level is, I mean, it's negative right now. I'm, I'm like, I probably don't even have a heartbeat. I'm so unstressed about Emmett Gooden's departure. Then what do we got? I guess, did you listen at all to Chris Weathered's interview? No, I didn't. I mean, it seemed like, I don't even know what it seemed like. A guy trying to get attention? Yeah, I was going to say, I'm supposed to be a company man that was with my radio company, but I didn't listen to that, man. Like, I got to be honest, like, I don't give a shit at all about the Butch Jones era anymore. You know what I mean? Especially not Chris Weathers. Yeah, yeah, if you got a big name on there, but even then, like, I wouldn't really care. You know what I mean? Like, I would listen to Jalen Hurd, maybe talk about, like, what went wrong. But even then, I would probably just not do that and let people give me the cliff notes. Yeah, I agree. I think Jalen Hurd would be the only one that would be interesting to me. Like, not Barnett, um, Kamara, you know, Shy Tuttle, Kyle Phillips, any of the guys that are in the league now doing well that played for him. Like, I think Jalen Hurd is the one guy I would be interested in hearing. But Chris Weathered, I mean, I don't remember him doing anything. I remember him looking. Didn't he have, like, a celebration where he looked down at, like, his watch? Maybe. I feel like that's what I know about Chris Weather is like he had like a thing where he, like he held his arm up maybe and looked down at his watch. Maybe it said it was maybe. weathered time. I, I don't know. But yeah, like, I, you know, he was, uh, the. I, I did think that it was funny to see the players get mad about it after they had been hinting about like a tell-all for the last couple months. Like, Yeah. I mean, the most notable thing was what Jancic told Butch, right? Do we believe that? So I guess the story there was what Jancic told him is the dumbest motherfucker he's ever met and then got fired on the spot. That was how the story went, right? Yeah. Do we believe that? Um, No. Yeah. I don't. No. I mean, maybe. I just feel like we would have heard about that if uh, that was the case. I mean, I've we've all heard stuff about John Jancic's personal life that uh, I don't know if it's true or not. It's not worth talking about. But we've all heard these stories about John Jancic. But we didn't hear about him telling this to Butch. I mean, we would have heard about this. That's where I'm at. If he sat there and told the coach and his boss that he's the dumbest motherfucker he ever met, we would have heard about that. Yes, agreed. 
I think we should all come together and say that yes, we agree on that. Yep. So, um, I mean, if he did tell Butch that, then you know, good for John. It would be funny. It would be funny, and sometimes it's best just to let your feelings be known and put. You know, if it's true, I am taking my hat off to John Jancic for putting it on the table. He put it on the table. It cost him his job. It did cost him his job. It cost him everything. But he put it on the table. I mean, so in some respects, was it worth it, John? Probably not. Let's see where old John Jancic is right say. now. I feel like he's like a analyst somewhere. He, maybe he is current. He is no longer the defensive coordinator at Colorado State. I don't think um, he has like a job. Like I said, he might be an analyst somewhere, but it's not great. It's not great for for John. I don't think. He still has his Twitter as defensive coordinator at Colorado State University, and he's still that's, been tweeting. That's sad. He's just refusing to uh, acknowledge what's happening here. So, you know, I don't know. I didn't think he was necessarily that bad at UT. Um, no, he wasn't, especially, I mean, when you consider what our defense, ha- you know, what happened to our defense the year after that, when Shoup got here. Like, Jancic was yeah. better. Jensik was better than Bob Shoup. Go figure that one. And naturally, then Bob Shoup went to Mississippi State and won Assistant Coach of the Year. So apparently, Where's Bob Shoup uh, right now? Bob Shoup is at Mississippi State. Still, uh, did Leach keep him? Let's check this out. Bob Shoup. I mean, if is, you're Mike Leach, you no, he is safety. He is safety's coach at Michigan. Poor guy. So go figure that man. Go, How does that make any sense? That's sad. What are you doing, Mike he, Leach? He was the defense. He was assistant of the year. Now I don't remember at, what their defense was last year. I don't either. I mean, he did it when he had Big Jeff Simmons and uh, Sweat. He was defense. You know, he had he had three first round picks that year that he won defensive or you know just assistant coach of the year. So he was named 2018 Football Scoop Defense Coordinator of the Year, 2014 24 seven Defense Coordinator of the Year. I mean. He was a finalist for the 2018 Broyles Award, which is the the award for the top assistant coach, and he could not get a defensive coordinator job. Sometimes life ain't fair. You shouldn't have came. You shouldn't have came to Tennessee, Bob. You should have stayed at Penn State. He should have. He should have stayed at Penn State. He should have stayed at Penn State. He is coaching safeties at Michigan, man. Wow. I, and like, remember when he took that job at Tennessee? People were like, he's probably not going to be here that long because he's going to be a head coach soon. I mean, you had already said he's going to be a coach for one year, and he's going to be uh, he's going to be the head coach at Vandy the next year. Yeah, he was that big a deal. Whoops. Now he's the safeties coach at Michigan. That's uh, that's tough. You should have stayed at Penn State, bro. So Chuck Heater is now the defensive coordinator at Colorado State. So I don't know what um, John Jancic is doing. He is apparently not the defensive coordinator hopefully, at Colorado State. Hopefully, anymore. John Jancic and Bob Stoops or Bob Shoop have uh, exchanged some text messages. Um, yeah. So I don't know. All right, let's get to some patron questions. Patreon.com/slash Reads Ranch. It's been a while since I've given some shout-outs, so this one might be a repeat, but if not, welcome aboard. Uh, let's start with – actually, hold on. We'll go to uh, – let's start with our new $10 patron, Steve. Shout-out to Steve. We love you and appreciate you. New $5 patron, uh, Billy Frank Chandler. Shout-out to Billy Frank Chandler. We love you and appreciate you. New $5 patron, Nolan Triplett. Shout-out to Nolan. We love you and appreciate you. New $5 patron, Thad Jones. 
Shout out to Thad. We love you and appreciate you too. New $2 patron, Jake Nicely. That was the one I don't know if I, I might have given him one on the last uh, podcast. But either way, I didn't clear it out of my email. So shout, shout out to Jake. Shout out to Brother Jake. We love you and appreciate you. And Ashton McEarl upped his pledge from 5 to $10. Shout out to Ashton, a good man. We love you and appreciate you. All right, hit us with some questions. Hit me with about 12 minutes of questions. I got to go eat. Okay. Micah would like to know. Which, by the way, how many fo- become a patron, patreon.com slash Reed's Ranch. We had a fun axe throwing night last week. A lot of fun. I'm going to do it again in August. We'll go, uh, you know, I picked up the whole check, Seth. Like, I, I got to start deducting off your uh, side of the uh, of the payments because I, I'm the one always get on the hook for paying for all these damn events. Um, but I, it was a nice, fun night. It was uh, two birthday parties. Shout out to uh, Mike and Jonah. We went through axes. was a lot of fun. And I think we're going to do another one of those in August because, let's face it, probably not likely we're doing any big tailgates this year. Wait, wait, wait. Don't we have a patron who like has an has a family connection to an axe throwing company uh no we do not we did at one point it was in the works but we do have a patron who works at this uh, axe throwing okay. who got me an advertising deal shout out to brother okay. trent and they, you know they advertise with me on the radio station so i'm double dipping here one hand washes the other both hand washes the face but shout out to my friends at Craft Axe Throwing. It was a hell of a time. So that, I was just saying all that to say, become a patron. We do cool events. We play basketball every Thursday. We're growing that. We actually had too many people a couple weeks ago. We had like 18 people. Way too many Oof. people. But uh, yeah, we do cool things. Patreon.com slash Reese Ranch. All right, questions. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Sorry. How many football games will we play before they cancel the season? And what will Tennessee's record be at that time? From Brother Micah, a good man. Well, if they're going to cancel, it's going to be within two games, right? Yeah, I really, man, I really, really hope they don't play any games before they decide to cancel it. I will be furious. I will be so mad. Why? You don't want them to try? Like, you would rather them just cancel it than tease us? Yes. Like, imagine us beating Florida at home. And then them being like, oops, LOL, just kidding, guys. I mean, it still counts. No games. No, no, it still counts. You wouldn't yeah, take that? Be- like, if you could lock that in right now, we play the first four games, or at least the first three games, or at least we play Florida and beat them. You wouldn't take that? Because I think a lot of people would say, okay, we'll yeah, play one we game if I- we get to beat Florida's ass. Okay, if we know it's one or the other. But if this plays out and we think we're going to get a full season and we're looking and we're like, man, you know, we got Alabama at home, we're pretty good, and then they're like, oh, just kidding, we're not going to be able to play any games. No, that would suck. Yeah. No, that would suck. And one last point I want to make about we talked about Emmett Gooden. Like, I do worry that Tennessee is going to be in a position where they're good, but like, if we do play a season, I, I do think like depth is going to be a concern for us because like, if what happens if like players are testing positive? Like, I feel like I feel like teams like us who you know have been recruiting good the last couple of years, but still aren't at an elite have level. have a good twenty two. Yeah, we have a good twenty two. Right after that, right. Like, I do worry about teams like us when it comes to depth this year, just because. I think we're going to have to have, I think we're going to have to rely on it more than ever with potential positive tests. Yeah. I'll say we play, I think if we're, I think we're either going to play two games and cancel or we play conference, at least get a conference scheduling. Okay. So I think if we make it past two games, we might be in the clear. I'm just worried about getting there and everything going to shit like in late August. But I think if you get through the middle of September, and whatever they're doing on campus and these bubbles and stuff is working, I think you can maybe make it through. Mm-hmm. I don't know what our record will be because I don't know if we're playing conference only. 
I saw where Texas is saying they're planning on a full schedule, not conference only. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're not going to lose to the losers this year. I think we'll play conference only if we play. Really? Okay, so you've already written off the Oklahoma game. Yeah. I guess I need to call my airlines. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm just one man. Just reading the tea leaves, seeing which way the wind blows every morning. Brother Andrew, a.k.a. AJ, a.k.a. Gay J, would like to know how we're doing. Andrew, I'm doing fantastic because I'm still alive throughout COVID-19, and I'm choosing joy every single day. You know, I got some physical ailments. My shoulders hurt. My foot started hurting out of nowhere, kind of. Uh, so I'm in, I'm in a little physical pain, but my, my spirits are high like you. Uh, I can't control my body, but I can't control my mindset. And I am choosing joy as well. I got a, a reminder, a nice little plaque here that says choose joy. I know. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. In fact, I want you to send me a picture of that so I can show my mom tonight. Because she'll love it. It was a gift. I thought it was a very thoughtful gift. And I'm going to send you a picture of it. Um, a reminder, it's in my living room just to always choose joy. Brother T Dub IV, aka T Dub the Fourth, would like to know cool what to the fourth. it would be. That's that's very. I'm guessing T Dub IV comes from some old money. Would you, maybe up that. Would you feel maybe pressure? up that Patreon pledge a little bit, buddy? Would you Would you feel a lot of pressure to keep the the trend going? Like, would you feel a lot of pressure to a produce a male heir and b then name him? And make him yeah, I mean, the, the the pressure to produce a male heir would be sky high. You know, I mean, the pressure to produce a male heir would be sky high. I mean, you might not even want a kid, but you, yeah. you, got, you got four generations riding on it. You got to keep the bloodline going. Uh, that's tough. That's tough. And then, the, yeah, do you give him the name? Do you keep it going? You make him a fifth? If you're a fourth, you got to make him a fifth. I feel like that's, I feel like that's true. You don't want to be the, the one that breaks the, breaks the mold. I agree. He would like to know my latest opinion on Dan Wolken. It is the same as it has been for roughly eight to ten years. He is a massive, massive shithead. I do not know why this dork even covers sports, because it's obvious he does not even like them. It is obvious these college football writers do not even want there to be a season. They want the season to be canceled. Now, there are some good ones. There are some good ones. Barrett Salee who is a friend of the podcast and a Vols fan. He's one of us. He wants there to be a season. Adam Kramer, Kegs and Eggs on Twitter, a great guy. He wants there to be a season. But some of these people like Dan Wolkin, Ralph Rousseau, Stuart Mandel, an absolute shitheel. These guys don't even want there to be a season. I'm so tired of them. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Has it Stuart Mandel? I thought Stuart Mandel has been giving Dan shit. Has he not been giving Dan shit? He he did give Dan shit earlier this week because Dan Woken's point was so brain dead okay, okay. that even Stuart had the dunk on him. Okay. I was gonna say that's the only thing I've seen Stuart's little goofy ass tweet, so I wasn't sure. Um I but you know, I just don't even understand why these guys cover. Does Stuart remind you of uh Huckabee at all? Yeah, he looks like him. Yeah, every time I see his profile, his Avi, I'm like, who is this Mike Huckabee looking motherfucker? That's a good, that's a good call. Yeah, he does. I can't you take know, him I, serious I, because of it. I think for a lot of them, I, I really think that they wanted to cover politics, but they weren't talented enough, and so they went to sports. I think they liked sports when they were younger and thought it would be cool to get to go to the games and be friends with the athletes. Yeah, and then I think once they got older, they were just kind of stuck. 
and they realize sports journalism sucks. So now they're trying to take it upon themselves because they're, you know, the, the thrill of getting to go to the game is over. The money obviously isn't there for a lot of these guys. So they're like, the least we can do is hold everyone accountable and do our journalistic duty. That's what I think it is. Yeah, I think that's that's a very good point. I, it's like, well, the least we can do is just look down upon every other person that doesn't have a megaphone and tell them that they're all retards. Well, Dan and Stu and Ralph, I'm smarter than all of y'all. Y'all all suck. Okay, we've been in this. It is July. It is the end of July. We've been in this since March. Heaven forbid that Greg Sankey put out some anodyne statement about having a football season. Heaven forbid that some people would like there to be something on television that they can watch. Okay? Like, uh, it's just, they suck so bad. They don't even want there to be a season. They straight up do not want there to be a season so they can gloat and remind everyone that there's not. They just like to gloat because it's all they have left. That is, that's a big part of it. They want to be able to say, look, I told you to wear the mask. I told you. Yes. Like Dar- Darren Rovell was talking about, hey, South, the other day, just like two weeks ago, Darren Rovell was like, hey, South, y'all wanted to open up for college football season. How are the chances of that looking? And like posted a tweet of new cases and stuff. And it's like, dude, at that point that day, New York was still having more deaths than Florida. The Northeast bungled this to hell. They absolutely bungled it, okay? I saw one stat at one point. This was about two weeks ago. I think it was New York had more cases than, like, Texas, Arizona, and Florida combined, or Texas, Georgia, and Florida combined. Something insane like that. They had more cases than other three big states combined with, like, a quarter of the population. New Jersey has been a train wreck. Connecticut has been a train wreck. The tri-state area was just a joke. It's been a train wreck. You don't get... You don't get to morally gloat about this. You don't get to be virtuous about this. Wear your mask and talk about how great wearing a mask is because you're a bootlicker. The blue check, the blue check mark should it should just denote bootlicker. You don't get the you don't get the gloat about this. Y'all bungled it worse than anywhere else in the country. So shut the hell up. I don't like any of them hardly. I mean, there's a there's a few that I really really love. But man, Dan Wolken sucks to get back to T Dub IV, aka T Dub the Fourth. He sucks. He is such a nerd. Man, he sucks. He's so bad. Like he doesn't even have the respect of his peers. No, he doesn't. I mean, they were old. I mean, like okay, Mike Farrell. Absolutely did a 360 tomahawk on your goofy ass, Dan. Mike Farrell, who rates 18-year-old boys on a 1 to 5. 17-year-old boys on a 1 to 5 star rating. He he, he 360 tomahawked. He Vince Cartered on you, Dan. Stuck his arm in the rim? Yes. Or jumped all the way over him like Vince Carter in the Olympics. Both. Both. Oh, wow. Over, both. Jumped over him and put his arm in the rim. Oof. That's tough. I'm right now watching Liverpool lift their trophy and finally win a trophy. 
you know, finally they won first the Premier time. League. Yeah, like you know, first time in what thirty something years or something crazy. It's like, like ninety that. or ninety one, right? And it just is so sad. Like there's no fans in the stands. It's very sad for those fans yeah, like, after all they have been so, through. Like it's after, so sad. I mean, after having all their fans die at the, you oh, know, in that. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. That tragedy. Yeah, I mean, like the, it's been so long since they've been able to host a trophy, and they have been through some shit. Fireworks celebration is really, really cool right now on TV. Like this is a good fireworks celebration I can get behind. But there's no fans in the stands. Like, I imagine they're out in the streets, but they're not showing them on TV. Weird. Creepy. Yeah, very odd. I saw that that soccer fans in Poland had started renting cranes. <laughs> yeah. and That was so badass. Yeah, but apparently they're not familiar with that Notre Dame story, because I would not uh, be getting up there. Yeah, F, man. Forgot about that. Yeah. I mean, that wasn't a crane. It, it was just a scaffold. There's a difference. Brian, yeah. Brian Kelly wouldn't even give him a crane. He just gave him a scaffold. Yeah. That got tipped um, over by the wind. Yeah, that's a good point. Press too, F, man. press F. But I would not get in a crane to watch my to watch my team. Absolutely not. I'll just watch on TV. No thanks. That's terrifying. Brother Will Warren. Last question, last questions. Uh, we'll keep the thread up. We'll try to either answer them in the thread on the Discord or next week. I got to go eat. He would like to know which of the main four professional sports in America do you see having the least trouble finishing out a season in 2020 and the most trouble? I would say least NBA. Yeah, I mean they're the they're the closest to it. Yep, and it's inside the most. I would say the NFL will have the most. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, just because they're later in the year and they haven't even started. I was gonna yeah. say something about hockey being in Canada after what they did to the poor Blue Jays, but. They seem to get shit figured out up there, so I guess yep. hockey will be fine. Yep. Plus, those guys so. are so tough, they'll play with the virus, you know? Yeah, they will. They're tough. They will. All right, Seth, it was good hearing from you. We'll do it again soon. Shout out to everyone. Uh, I'll get this edited and put up. I love you. See ya. I love you too, buddy. Later. Bye. Bye-bye. Getting or letting go. Everything come back around full circle Why do lies sound pleasant but the truth hurtful Everybody gotta cry once in a while But how long will it take for you smile? This is that come back to life shit My niggas pick me up and we gon' light the city up As if the sun had the night shit And paint the town red for my nigga found dead too soon Yeah to the left of that decimal, I need seven figures to play the joint. Turn up your decibels, peepie decimator joint. Check out my projects like them workers that section eight points. And you'll see how I flip like exclamation points. My niggas shoot first as if they never played the point. More two guards, enough straps to fill for you hogs. More depth than World War II calls around these parts. We put a brown just to drown these thoughts of black corpses and county morgues. Lord, those images haunting. I ain't been asleep yet. It's 10 in the morning. 
warning. I'm sending a warning. A problem with me is like the BET Hip Hop Awards. I'm starting to see you niggas don't want it. I'm sick of this flaunting from niggas I know for sure ain't got more dough than cold trash rappers. Ass backwards trying to go toe to toe. We laugh at you. Staff strapped up on top the totem pole to blast at you. Bassmasters, look how they total pole. Gotta know the ropes and a protocol, or they gon' for sure blow your clothes half off like a promo code. Made a little tune called folding clothes, and a nigga still ain't on the fold under pressure. Well, you know what cold do. Make a diamond, they just rhyming me. I'm quoting gold. One phone call gets you canceled like a homophobe in this PC culture. Dress me as the goat like they call Chief Keith Sosa in my section. No, like a fucking three-piece sofa. I'm known as the chosen one. Another dead body lay frozen. That's how I go sometimes when niggas wearing coke and not the pros and cons. Well, I ain't with that sleeping on the ground like a gopher, so I go for mine. Everything come back around full circle. Why do lies sound pleasant but the truth hurtful? Everybody gotta cry once in a while, but how long will it take for you smile? This is that come back to life shit. My niggas pick me up and we gon' light the city up as if the sun had the night shit. And paint the town red for my nigga found dead too soon. Now I know why they call it bloom. Survival at all costs. Everyday niggas get logged off, bodies get hauled off. Passing the funeral procession while holding my breath in the car, I thought. The times to be feeling the devil be winning, but do that mean God lost? Just got off the phone, my nigga, he back in the kennel, my dog lost. I brought around close to me before, but he became addicted to clout and all the hoes we need. I slowly peep, jealousy on his breath whenever he spoke to me. Like on the low, he feeling that in my shoes is where he's supposed to be. I try to ignore the signs, but they're in the back of my mind. It felt like letting a nigga come sleep on your couch and he eating up all your groceries. My nigga repeated this quote to me. I felt this potency. Said most of these niggas gonna hang themselves just giving a rope and see. Shit, I heeded that. And what got showed to me was screaming that some niggas you gotta leave them back. Unfortunately, we seen the trap. Nigga be on that demon clack. Resultantly, they fiend to clap as often as the genius that misquoting me. Uh. Meanwhile, I see that your diamonds is glistening. I'm glad that you shine up and need. I remind you, my niggas is diamond and nickeling. Scraping on whatever coin they can find. A petty is trying to committing it. Just to get by for a limited time. The steepest of mountain they trying to climb. I'm here trying to find a derivative. You niggas don't feel me. You see the clout. You don't see the real me. If I sick, you nigga wouldn't heal me. Therefore, I'm healing myself. Getting into it, my guys. Slowly revealing myself. Building my wealth. A nigga test mine. I'm a killer myself. Trust. Everything come back around full circle. Why do lies sound pleasant, but the truth hurtful? Everybody gotta cry once in a while But how long will it take for you smile? This is that come back to life shit My niggas pick me up and we gon' light the city up As if the sun had the night shit And paint the town red for my nigga found dead too soon Now I know why they call it bloom Everybody mentioned suicide prevention, man, they even made a hotline to call up when there's tension, but I got a question, what about a fucking homicide? Need a number for my niggas to call whenever there's a urge to get triggers involved. Need a number for my niggas to call whenever there's a urge to get triggers involved.